The views expressed on this program are solely those of the speaker and do not reflect the views and opinions of Centennial Securities. Be reminded that this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Happy Friday! Welcome to the Weekly Investment Podcast, where we discuss the week's must-know investment news and how it affects your money. I am your host, Walter. This week we discuss Tesla, lithium nationalization, and Buffett's international moves. It's been another exciting week in the investment world, so let's crack right into the news. Tesla shares tumbled nearly 11% this week after the electric vehicle maker reported net income and earnings for the first quarter that dropped more than 20% since last year. CEO Elon Musk also said on the earnings call that Tesla would prefer higher volumes to higher margins. Are more growing pains ahead for Tesla? Tesla reported slight revenue and profit misses and that gross margins dropped below 20%, mainly due to recent price cuts lowering profitability. Tesla has cut prices in the U.S. six times this year, slashing prices for its Model 3 and Model Y in an effort to maintain market share. Tesla's price cuts are a direct response to major automakers making a big push into the electric vehicle market, a market that Tesla currently dominates. Despite the lackluster earnings, Tesla stock, which is the eighth biggest weighting in the S&P 500, is still up 50% year-to-date. This is a welcome consolation for Musk, who had a up-and-down week. SpaceX, his space exploration company, launched a rocket which exploded soon after takeoff. This was either a big success or a huge failure, depending on who you ask. When I was a young trader, improvement came from learning, which happened more after mistakes than after victories. SpaceX will hopefully learn from this week's test. Tesla also has some learning to do as it solidifies its place as the number one electric vehicle maker in the world. On Thursday, Chile's president, Gabriel Boric, said that he would try to nationalize the country's lithium industry. Chile is the world's second largest producer of lithium, an essential component in electric vehicle batteries. What is the goal of nationalization and who will be affected? Nationalization transfers an industry from private control to government control. Boric said that nationalization will boost Chile's economy and help protect its environment. South American countries have a long history of nationalizing commodity industries, often with mixed results. The nationalization announcement shocked investors. Chile owns the world's largest lithium reserves, and nationalization would transfer control from industry giants SQM and Albemarle to a separate state-owned company. The government said it would not terminate current contracts for Albemarle and SQM, which terminate in 2043 and 2030, respectively. Albemarle and SQM are the number one and number two lithium producers worldwide. Control over the electric vehicle battery market is intensifying. Mexico nationalized its lithium deposits last year, and Indonesia banned exports of nickel, a key battery material, in 2020. Mexico is also working with the governments of Argentina, 
Bolivia, and Chile to create a lithium association to better control the global market. There is growing concern from battery manufacturers over what nationalization will do to lithium supply. Some industry analysts expect a shift in future investment in lithium to Australia, currently the world's biggest lithium producer. When asked, Albemarle said that the announcement would have, quote, no material impact on our business, end quote, and that it would continue talks on investing in further growth in Chile. On Tuesday, Warren Buffett told the Japanese stock market, or Nikkei, that he intends to add to his investments in Japanese stocks. Buffett said that he is, quote, very proud, end quote, of his holdings. What does Buffett own in Japan? Why does he like those companies? And how has his international investment strategy recently changed? Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway owns slightly more than 7% in each of Japan's top five trading houses, Itochu, Mitsubishi, Mitsui, Sumitomo, and Morubeni. Japan's trading houses are conglomerates that trade in a wide range of products, materials, and industries ranging from energy, minerals, food, retail, and healthcare. Buffett told the Nikkei in an interview that his firm would eventually like to increase its investment in each of the big five trading companies to about 9.9%, but would need board approval to do so. The legendary investor also said that he is open to partnering on larger deals with the Japanese trading houses, who also make investments in other companies. So what does Buffett like about his recent Japan investments? A big attraction to the trading companies is their share buybacks and high dividend payments, a Buffett favorite. Buffett said, quote, If they are repurchasing their shares, we generally regard that as a plus. We like the idea of the number of shares going down, end quote. Buffett had been reducing Berkshire's international portfolio, as we reported on the whip on the sale of a majority of Berkshire's stake in Taiwan Semiconductor. This week, Buffett said that while Taiwan Semiconductor is a well-run company, geopolitical tensions were, quote, a consideration in the divestment. Next week is a big week for earnings. Big tech, regional banks, and consumer staples will reveal a lot about the economy's health right now. Join us next Friday for that and much, much more. Thank you for listening, and please have a nice weekend when you get there. Talk to you next week.